You found your way to the intersection of faith and the culture. This is Wall Builders, where we're taking on the hot topics of the day from a biblical, historical, and constitutional perspective. Thrilled to have you with us. Normally here with David and Tim Barton. David's America's premier historian and our founder at Wall Builders. Tim Barton, national speaker and pastor and president of Wall Builders. I'm Rick Green. I'm a former Texas legislator and America's constitution coach. And uh, usually we have an interview and the three of us get to bat it around a little bit, talk about uh, what we discussed. But today we're going to we're going to give you a, a much longer interview. And it's actually from the Tavern. So some of you, uh, as our Wall Builders listeners, you found me over at the Tavern on Warrior Poet Society Network or or at our Patriot U Network, which you can find at PatriotAcademy.tv. That's PatriotAcademy.tv. That's also available on Roku. Uh, there's an iOS app now and uh, also an Android app. Anyway, all of that to say, we're doing this new show called The Tavern, which is where we you know, talk about the revolutionary strategies and tactics necessary to save the country and restore liberty. It's a great opportunity to bring people into the tavern, clank mugs, and talk about the tough stuff. And, of course, we've had Tim Barton in there. We've had uh, all kinds of folks like John Lovell and and uh, and John Cooper from Skillet and just a ton of other folks. I think we're, what, about uh, 14, 15 episodes into this show, and I'm really enjoying it. It's, it's, a, it's a fun conversation. But I also like to bring those interviews, or at least a portion of those interviews, here to Wall Builders. And, and we want to give you the chance, as our Wall Builders radio audience to hear some of those at least a portion of those interviews i have permission to share a portion of those uh from our um you know from our networks but it's it's um i think a different approach on on uh, these conversations people get to be a little bit more candid in the tavern and and uh you know a little bit more laid back and a little bit longer form uh so if you want to catch any of those please check us out at patriotacademy.tv that's patriotacademy.tv and then um, also encourage you to go over to Warrior Poet Society Network. Love what they're doing over there. We've had John Lovell on the radio program. We've had him in the tavern talking about his book, War- The Warrior Poet Way. For those of you that remember uh, the uh, Promise Keepers days in its heyday, which, by the way, it's coming back, and uh, I've met some of the new leadership there. I'm excited about what's happening there. But uh, you might remember some of the, the most famous authors and speakers uh, from those big Promise Keepers events across the country, Steve Farrar, Stu Weber, uh, I was a huge fan of those guys. I was I was young. It was early in my marriage. It was, had great influence on me in terms of balancing being, you know, a defender and and, and a warrior, but also with with being uh, tender with my family. And so, Tender Warrior was the book by Stu Weber that had such an impact on me. And I actually gave it to every man at my wedding uh, way back in uh, 1994. And and uh, just a big fan of that philosophy. And John Lovell has really captured that for a new generation. And just really excited about what he's doing at Warrior Poets. So that's why we uh, agreed to do this show with them, uh, The Tavern. It's actually produced for them, Warrior Poets Society Network. So check that out. Go go enjoy some of their other shows. they got a lot of cool you know, Second Amendment uh, programs and different things that you can check out there. And then, of course, Patriot U is everything Patriot Academy. So all of our um, Constitution classes we did with wall builders, all of our behind the scenes on the campus being built. Which if, you ha- if you haven't seen that, you ought to, you ought to check that out, man, these, these campus vlogs are pretty cool. And and those are actually free on PatriotU. PatriotU is a, a $4.95 a month uh, streaming service, but there's a lot there. You get to catch Kevin Freeman's uh, War Room show and a lot of other stuff, and we're adding constantly. Okay, that was way more about that than I wanted to talk about. I want to jump into the interview. My whole point is that the Tavern, PatriotU, all these things are just opportunities for you to learn more, plug in, be encouraged, get entertained. Um, you know, I hope you're listening to Wall Builders, this radio program, every day of the week, and then sharing it with your friends and family. That's how you become a force multiplier. That's how you help us save the country. Dinesh D'Souza is our special guest in the tavern, and we're bringing it to you here on Wall Builders, the movie Police State. Everyone needs to watch, and you need to share that with your friends and family. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll jump into the tavern with Dinesh D'Souza. Stay with us. You're listening to Wall Builders. Wall Builders. 
This is David Barton with another moment from America's history. In several decisions over recent years, the Supreme Court has consistently ruled that it is unconstitutional for the government to encourage religion. Did our founding fathers agree with this? Consider the words of Henry Lawrence, a signer of the Constitution and a president of Congress. Henry Lawrence declared, I had the honor of being one who framed that Constitution. In order effectually to accomplish these great ends set forth in the Constitution, it is especially the duty of those who bear rule to promote and encourage respect for God and virtue and to discourage every degree of vice and immorality. Founding Father Henry Lawrence believed that the goals of the Constitution could not be fulfilled apart from a fear and a respect for God and that it was therefore the duty of government to encourage this among the people. For more information on God's hand in American history, contact Wall Builders at 1-800-8-REBUILD. Welcome back to Wall Builders. Thanks for staying with us. We're going to jump right into the tavern with Dinesh D'Souza talking about police state. Welcome back to the tavern. Great to have Dinesh D'Souza with us. Dinesh, hey man, how about a little clank there with uh, with a mug or a drink, your favorite beverage of the day? I've got the um, sparkling water right here, the Topo Chico, so I will drink Topo that. Chico. This is the I great some... flavor, uh, really good stuff. I love the lime uh, Topo Chico, and they didn't sponsor us today, but we should send them in a request. Say so you need to sponsor Police State and sponsor the Tavern. There you go. Uh, hey, man, I finally got to watch it, uh, I guess about, I don't know, five or six days ago, and I'm still just reeling. Um, you captured everything that... that we've been concerned about, that we were afraid might have been happening. Um, and you always do this. I mean, your movies are always fantastic. But this one, brother, I'm telling you, every American needs to see this. So, man, where do we start? First of all, the website. So people that want to go get it, they can stream it. They can buy the DVDs. Uh, PoliceStateFilm.net. Is that right? PoliceStateFilm.net. It's streaming on a few platforms and you can connect to them from the website. It's also available in DVDs, and now that we're in holiday season, you know, you can get a bunch of them for stocking stuffers or to share the word. Uh, so policestatefilm.net, that's the place to go. Appreciate it, man. Uh, listen, thank you for doing it. Uh, you and Debbie do incredible, incredible work. Uh, this one's been, I, I guess you've really been working on this one since January 6th, since the insanity started. I'm sure immediately you knew what was happening and, and, and uh, that something had to be done to bring this to the light of the American people. Most people have not heard any of this, so we've got to get more people to watch this for sure. Yeah, Just walk us through the process. Yeah, I started out wanting to do a film on January 6th. I thought that there's a big story about uh, that event that has been suppressed uh, in the official kind of narrative that we get in the media that we got from the January 6th committee. But then I found out that there are a couple of other guys who are working on documentaries about January 6th, and I thought, all right, well, maybe what I'll do is pull back, take the larger picture, integrate things like systematic censorship, uh, political targeting, the efforts to go after Trump. This is all police state tactics. And uh, I noticed that many of the defining features of police states like mass indoctrination, systematic censorship, mass surveillance, uh, political targeting, uh, political prisoners, all of these elements are now present in the United States. So the old distinction between us as we're the leader of the free world and we're on the other side, you've got the unfree world. All of this has become a little more blurred. And so that was the inspiration for me to frame the movie in this way. Is America becoming a police state? I'm not saying we're a full-fledged police state, but it is amazing how far we've come down that ugly road in just the last couple of years. 
And you also point out in the movie the the technology that allows for a totalitarian state to come very quickly, which is I think people kind of realize that, you know, they, they, they know there's something we should be concerned about here. But but you show how it can be connected uh, very easily, you know, and there's so much so many roads we can go down here. I, I want to actually start with the what is the solution? I mean, I know we want to talk about all these things and, and the movie nails it. What do you think the solution is? to at least stop the cycle that typically leads to totalitarianism using these tools? Well, we need the Supreme Court to step in as it might do next spring and deliver a major dropkick to digital censorship. This is the Missouri versus Biden case that's coming before the court next spring. Now, this won't stop censorship at Facebook or YouTube or Google, but it will remove the government's grubby hands from the censorship process, and that alone would constitute a measurable progress. Obviously, it's important to win the White House. You can't really renovate and reform the FBI, the DHS, the other police agencies of government without controlling the executive branch. Part of the goal of this movie was to stiffen the spine of the Republican Party. This is a party that, even though it complains about these three-letter agencies, routinely votes to fund them, to give them more money. You wouldn't, you would think a party would be like, let's not fund a group that's targeting us. But such is the profound stupidity of the GOP that they continue to do that. So there's a lot of work to be done at so many different levels. Our folks got to take a quick break. Stay with us. We'll be right back. You're listening to Wall Builders. Hi, friends. This is Tim Barton of Wall Builders. This is a time when most Americans don't know much about American history or even heroes of the faith. And I know oftentimes for parents, we're trying to find good content for our kids to read. And if you remember back to the Bible, to the book of Hebrews, it has the Faith Hall of Fame where they outline the leaders of faith that had gone before them. Well, this is something that as Americans, we really want to go back and outline some of these heroes, not just of American history, but heroes of Christianity and our faith as well. I want to let you know about some biographical sketches we have available on our website. One is called the Courageous Leaders Collection. And this collection includes people like Abigail Adams, Abraham Lincoln, Francis Scott Key, George Washington Carver, Susanna Wesley, even the Wright brothers. And there's a second collection called Heroes of History. In this collection, you'll read about people like Benjamin Franklin or Christopher Columbus, Daniel Boone, George Washington, Harriet Tubman, Friends, the list goes on and on. This is a great collection for your young person to have and read, and it's a providential view of American and Christian history. This is available at wallbuilders.com. That's www.wallbuilders.com. Back here on Wall Builders. Our special guest today is Dinesh D'Souza. It's actually an interview I had a chance to do with him in the tavern. Let's jump right back in with Dinesh D'Souza in the tavern. You say something in the movie that I felt like you were channeling me, man, because I felt the same thing. It's when you're having the conversation with Rand Paul, Senator Rand Paul. And, you know, I used to share when I was a state rep, uh, Ron Paul was my congressman. So we did events together. You know, uh, it, it was a friend. He and Carol friends, uh, you know, love them. But I disagreed with him back when, you know, the Patriot Act and all that stuff happened. I thought he was too concerned about you know the civil liberties and that this would only target terrorists and all that and so i supported it and so just like you said to Rand in the movie you're like hey there's some of us that thought that was not going to go too far we were wrong you were right i thought that was a really powerful part of the program and so in terms of solutions part of it's getting our side to understand how these things can be abused and do a better job of drawing that line where we do have good law enforcement and we do have preventive measures but we don't violate civil liberties um, I think I'd make a great next movie for you any, uh, as well. Just like, how, how do you do this right? What are the right principles and where do you draw the line to not violate civil liberties? But I'm just thankful for that conversation you had with Rand because that hit me close 
close to home, man. I felt that personally myself. You know, interestingly, the abuse of the um, surveillance powers given to the government uh, occurred after the Bush years. It, I think, started under Obama when he realized, look, I've got all this power. Why don't I just turn it around and use it against my political opponents? So it began under Obama and then it escalated dramatically under Biden. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. And, and Dinesh, you've experienced this. You, you talk about it in the in the movie. But I mean, you've personally been on this side of the two tier justice system where they go after somebody because you're a political opponent, because you're of the wrong political party or the wrong color of skin or the wrong you know religious persuasion. Uh, whereas other people that did far worse in, in you know in your instance election uh, uh, things that, don't, don't 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 even get looked at, let alone. And of course, we're seeing it now with Hunter Biden and you know versus what they did to Peter Navarro for not testifying. I mean, how do how does how does a, a republic survive in a two tier justice system? I don't see how it can. Well, in the end, it can't. Um, and I think the the sad truth is that the aggression of the left and the Democrats is provoked by the sort of timidity and weakness of the Republicans. So the Republicans need to toughen up. And in a sense, they need to say, look, you know, uh, we're going to start doing to you what you're doing to us. That is right. the way that the Democrats go, oh, well, we better be a little careful because Stuart can play at this game. In my own case, you know, I was determined to beat them at their own game. And by that, I mean... I realize, you know, I'm up against the nearly infinite resources of the federal government. So they're they're going to try to get me. But what do they mean by getting me? Do they mean that they get me to pay a fine? Uh, they lock me up. They give me mandatory psychological counseling. Well, yeah, but what is that aimed at doing? What is their real goal? And I realize their real goal is to sort of take me out as a political Silent. opponent. In other words, make yeah. sure that I'm ineffective. And so I said to myself, if I come out of this, you know, confinement center and I am not invited by anybody to speak, and Republicans kind of shun me, and I can't publish any books, and I can't make any more movies, then they will have succeeded. Uh, on the other hand, if I have a career that's just as big, if not bigger, when I come out before I went in, uh, then I win. So I'm like, let me look at that and focus on them not being able to succeed in disabling me as an effective public figure. So in that respect, I think I, I was successful in being able to push this back. Of course, it was all ultimately my record even cleared up by the pardon from President Trump. So, uh, but I can't say the same of a lot of other people. Look at these poor January 6th defendants. A lot yeah. of them, their finances have been crushed. Their families have been wrecked. Their, their lives are in disarray. So you'd have to say that the government, the Biden regime has been successful in that regard. In, in, the, in the short term, for sure, I hope that it has peeled back the curtain. I, I, I think uh, I think very similar to what you're saying uh, for your story is happening to Trump now. The more they abuse him, the more they violate uh, any sense of justice or blind justice, the more people are rallying to him and and he may come out stronger on the other end as a result of it. I'm not I'm not sure he would have uh, dominated in the primaries like he is if it hadn't been for the abuse. Um, and so, you know, maybe, you know, maybe the old thing about what the enemy means for evil, God turns to good, uh, you know, just as it happened in your case can happen to us as a, as a nation, but that requires what you just said, the backbone of the, of the, of the opposition, right? The opposition has to be willing, well, good are checks and balances. If you don't check, if you don't balance, if you don't engage. So, so maybe this movie police state will infuse, if nothing else out of fear, right? That we're going to lose the whole thing, but infuse some backbone into the opposition. Yeah, and I think also it's intended to be uh, just a wake-up call for 
for citizens because a lot of Americans are, well, we've never had a police state in this country. So it's yeah. not totally surprising that when people think of police state, they think of like a Stalin overcoat, a Hitler mustache, they're looking abroad. Uh, even a few years ago, I don't think I could make a movie called Police State. People would think I'm making the movie about North Korea or Iran or the old Soviet Union. Right. But right. I think what's happening is people are figuring it out, which is to the credit of the American people. And I say that because think about the thick fog of media lies and obfuscation, the efforts yeah. to you know promote the narrative of the Biden regime to cover up for Joe Biden and the whole Biden family of racketeers, the... Um, the, the double standard, as you say, is not presented as a double standard in the media. In fact, in the, right. in the mainstream media, what's presented is Trump is a ruthless career criminal. And Biden is, if he has a single fault, it's that he is excessively affectionate toward his own son. Right. Right. Uh, no, I even saw a headline just, just I guess, this morning that said, um, you know, the uh, the impeachment inquiry, formal impeachment inquiry, even though there is zero evidence uh, and. A- I'm like, how do you, that's as Orwellian, and you're literally Ministry of Truth at this point, wiping away Biden's own words on television saying, I got them to drop the, you know, to fire the prosecutor. Uh, I, so anyway, the, I think I think that's going to continue. The fog's going to be there. You, What you said is, you complimented the American people. You said, hey, there, uh, many more of them, and I believe millions, are seeing through that fog. They're catching on. They realize how bad this is. I know for me, I, I hear the audience everywhere I go applauds more and responds more on the issue of J6 and the injustice that has happened than any other topic I talk about. So that tells me that you're right, that they are beginning to realize just how wrong this is. Yeah, I wanted in the film, though, to go beyond January 6th, because I know there are going to be people who say, hey, Dinesh, I'm not Donald Trump. I did not go inside the Capitol on January 6th. I pay my taxes. I go to church. I'm a law-abiding guy. Uh, Nothing's going to happen to me. Now, I think that right. could not be more wrong. And so I wanted to feature in the film a lot of ordinary guys, you know, just involved in civic activities, moms concerned about what's being taught in schools, a pro-life activist, traditional Catholics. You've got people kind of just living their American dream, and then bam, they come face to face with the police state. Uh, and of course, the other type of person I wanted to have in this film are, you know, whistleblowers, informants, people who are who know the genealogy, the origin of the police state, they know the architecture of it, how it's organized, how it works, how you can, in a place like the FBI, how do you get even decent people to do indecent things? These are all some of the themes that are covered, I think, effectively in this film. One more break, folks. We'll be right back. You're listening to Wall Builders. This is David Barton with another moment from America's History. In the case Lee versus Wiseman, the Supreme Court ruled that for an adult to mention the word God at a public graduation constituted both psychological and religious coercion against the students. Yet consider the actions of William Samuel Johnson, a signer of the Constitution and one of America's leading educators who served as the first president of Columbia College. At his graduation exercises, William Samuel Johnson declared to the students, You this day have received a public education, the purpose whereof hath been to qualify you better to serve your Creator and your country. Your first great duties, you are sensible, are those you owe to heaven, to your Creator and Redeemer. Founding Father William Samuel Johnson believed that a public graduation was an appropriate setting to remind students of the duties which they owed God. For more information on God's hand in American history, contact Wall Builders at 1-800-8-REBUILD. 
Hey, this is Tim Barton with Wall Builders. And as you've had the opportunity to listen to Wall Builders Live, you've probably heard the wealth of information about our nation, about our spiritual heritage, about the religious liberties, about all the things that makes America exceptional. And you might be thinking, as incredible as this information is, I wish there was a way that I could get one of the Wall Builders guys to come to my area and share with my group, whether it be a church, whether it be a Christian school or public school or some political event or activity. If you're interested in having a Wall Builder speaker come to your area, you can get on our website at www.wallbuilders.com and there's a tab for scheduling. And if you'll click on that tab, you'll notice there's a list of information from speakers' bios to events that are already going on. And there's a section where you can request an event to bring this information about who we are, where we came from, our religious liberties and freedoms. Go to the Wall Builders website and bring a speaker to your area. Welcome back to Wall Builders. We're going to jump in and get that conclusion right now. Here's Dinesh D'Souza joining us in the tavern and bringing it to you here on Wall Builders. I want our viewers to know there's stuff that you have in the film. I'm doing this every day. There and and you had things in there, stories I had no idea had happened. The the the, the two ladies with the with the school board, like you're talking about, and how egregious it was uh, what they did in going after them. I didn't know those the, those two stories, so I think people are going to be surprised at what you reveal in the movie. What what's the best way for people to get their, uh, you know, whether it's their local, you know, Republican club or Tea Party club or their church or whatever, to to be aware of the movie, watch parties. I mean, what do you, what do we do to get more people to see this? Because I, I really do. I feel like you've got to wake people up with this. I know that's what you're doing, and I, I just want people that are watching to not just passively watch the movie. I want yeah. them to take it and be a force multiplier with it. Well, we're being blocked in certain ways. You know, Amazon, for example, and Walmart, which has stocked all my previous films, won't sell this movie. Again, no reason given. It's like, we can do it. We we don't have to sell it, so we're not going to. We don't have to give you a reason. And um, mm. it shows that we've got to go to take extra measures to be able to get this film out. So, yeah, if you watch the film, you enjoy it. I would say round up your GOP group or your church group or your book club. And on the website, there's a little tab that says, you know, want to do a group screening. We charge a nominal fee. I think it's like $5 per head. So if you get 50 people to come and watch, you just charge a nominal fee. You pay us that screening fee. And uh, and this is a way to help get the word out. It's just like I always tell everybody, listen, you want to live out the First Amendment. You know, you got to live out your faith. You've got to speak. You've got to be the press. You're literally saying, go be the movie theater. You know, be, be, the, per- be the one that gathers people together and and watches this. So, uh, you know, fantastic. Well, Dinesh, there, you always do such a great job of taking the things that, that I'm trying to say, and you do it in such an artistic, powerful way. It articulates it so well. Your movies are well done. I love this one. Uh, and, and great job having Nick Searcy play uh, the FBI bad guy. Uh, he, he was great. And I, and I, I know he enjoyed it as well. He's one of those few guys from Hollywood that's bold and, and willing to speak truth on this stuff, doesn't care if he's canceled. And hopefully we get more of that in every area of the arena. Yeah, he, he was terrific. And, um, and you know, I think the power of a film is that it can, um, it can go beyond telling you something. It shows it to you, right? If, if yeah. I were to tell you, Rick, you know, I grew up in India in a middle-class family in a suburb of Bombay, you, that by itself wouldn't give you a good idea of what I was talking about. But if I then showed you, hey, look, there's my house and that's my family and that's me at the age of 10 and that's the school I went to and these are the vendors who came outside our house and sold different things, you'd be like, oh, wow, you'd have a certain feeling, a certain experience of being there. And that's what I can do with a movie called Police State. I 
because Americans often think it can't happen to me. It cannot happen here. It's not going to happen in America. My message is, hey, sorry to tell you, it is happening in America. It can happen to you. And these are the actual incidences of 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 police state uh, come a, kind of the hot breath of the police state coming down on people. And I hope that by seeing it, by feeling it, by experiencing it, people go, look, we got to stop this. Yeah, it's a you mastered this. I don't know if it's a genre. I don't know how you describe it, but this real mix of the reenactments and everything. But then that inner, you know, the interviews where the people are actually telling their stories, incredibly powerful. Uh, I know this is not the subject of our interview, but speaking of that, and I'm trying to remember which one of your movies it was, if it was 2016, I think, um, when you open it with that scene of George Washington actually being shot and killed and saying, what would America be like, right? That's the kind of thing that I think captures people in a way that, like you're saying, a conversation just just cannot do. So it's a very powerful medium, and you do it incredibly well, and we want people to know about it. Rumble, uh, following you on Rumble, you've built a huge audience over there. Uh, what's the best way for people to find you there? And that's also a way to watch the movie. They can uh, you know, click on the joining you on uh, uh, m- multiple options for uh, subscriptions throughout the year, but uh, um, best way to tell them how to get there on Rumble. Yeah, I do a I do a daily podcast which is on um, Apple, Google, and Spotify and audio. It's on Rumble on in video. The movie is also on Rumble, but the easiest way to find it is you can search it on Rumble, but you can also just go to the website policestatefilm.net. There's a little Rumble tab. Click on that, boom, you're right at Rumble, and you can stream the movie onto any device, including a big screen TV. Uh, and also on the website, there are ways to buy DVDs in packs of five or ten. So it's a discounted like bulk order. Great way to drop it in a bunch of people's stockings or use it as Christmas presents. This is a wonderful way to spread the word. Our folks, out of time. I know Dinesh said get uh, DVDs and such for Christmas. Uh, The interview obviously was right before Christmas. They did that just a few days before Christmas. I think he's right. That's an excellent way uh, to gift to people. doesn't have to be Christmas, though. You know, David Barton's about Christmas year-round, so you can still go get copies of Police State. Give it to as many friends and family as you can. At a minimum, send out a link to this interview so that they can get a taste of what that movie is all about, and hopefully they too will get the movie, and then they will share it with friends and family. Again, force multipliers, what all of us are going to have to do. If we're going to save this nation, if we're going to save liberty, we're going to push back on this, um, you know, really this march towards a complete police state, and it can happen very quickly, folks. It's happening to other people right now, not to you, but trust me, when if we, if we stand by and we let it happen to others, it's eventually going to come knocking at our door. So make sure you get that movie police state thanks so much for listening you've been listening to wall builders